Yo, what's going on, heirs and co-heirs? It is your boy, Elliot Nelson, along with my beautiful bride, Larissa Nelson. And this, we are the Nelsons. I don't think I heard you say that one more time. Hello. <laughs> okay. And we are the Nelsons, and this is the On Air Podcast. And we're back with another episode, y'all. Uh, again, we told you last episode we'll be back with weekly episodes, and then life happened once again, uh, where... Not necessarily sick, but my wife was, you know, dealing with some pain. And, you know, I usually ask her at the beginning of every episode how she's doing. So we're going to continue on with that trend. Babe, how are you doing today? Um, I think I'm a little better. I'm Good. still a little down and out, but Good. we move. I like the fact that you are doing a lot better. And I gave you a round of applause because it's been a while since you were feeling even up to the point of being able to record. So that's where you get a round of applause to all of those who are new here. You're new listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to give you a round of applause. Thank you so much for joining us. And let me ask you to do a huge favor for your boy. All right. Or for us in general, thank you for being a part of this family. But if you're going to be a part of this family, I need you to hit that subscribe button on Apple podcast. Go ahead and uh, rate us a little bit here. You know, maybe five stars uh, and go ahead and leave a comment as well. If you're on Spotify, I don't know how that thing works over there. Maybe you hit the save button or maybe you just continue to listen on Spotify. We greatly appreciate you there. And also if you can do me a solid and head over to the Instagram, the air society, we got a lot of special things going on in the rest of the year with the air society as well that we've been working on very, very quietly. So please be sure to do so. Hit that follow button so that you're not missing anything coming out from uh, the airs. And since we really haven't did this, I don't have a button where I can press right now, maybe later on in future episodes. But our mantra here is that we are airs and airs have access. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I need you to say it with me. And baby, you can probably say it with me too, but you're probably not going to do that anyway. She just looked at my eyes, like cut me with her, her eyes. But I just need you to say it with me. We are heirs. We are indeed heirs and heirs have access. Romans eight seventeen tells us that we are indeed heirs as we are children, sons and daughters of the most high. So if you can do that for me, that'd be great because yeah, y'all rock. And that's how we're going to start off the pot, this, this specific episode. So without further ado, today's topic, we're talking about trouble. Trouble don't last always as our as the old folks, as the seasoned folk used to say, that trouble don't last always. But I think one of the big things as far as our faith is concerned is that we believe somewhere in our minute minds that when you are an heir, when you're a follower of Jesus, that there's going to be great times every single day. It's like this fantasy world that we live in where we believe that once we commit to Jesus, that everything in this life should be picture perfect. And I think a lot of the times, and we talked about this on this podcast before, a lot of that is inundated with religion. Um, a lot of that is taking into the fact that if you do not have enough faith, then that's why you are going through trouble. But I say to you, as a podcast host, as a leader, as a father, as a husband, uh, as even a son, that not only do we... Uh, have good times, but we also do have bad times. Uh, we do have times that are super troubling. And one of the things that my wife and I wanted to discuss today is how we navigate through those troubled moments. 
think since it is um, May, uh, actually really the end of May, and this is Mental Health Month, I think it's great to kind of park into the fact that, you know, we talked about traumatic, traumatic transitions in the first episode, but I don't think we really dug deep into the day-to-day life of living for Jesus uh, and how there are some hard days and hard moments. And my wife, you know, came to me uh, and she said, hey, like, I'm doing good, but I'm also feeling, feeling very, very bad. And I do not know, or not only do not know, but it's more so of navigating hard times and hard moments. You don't necessarily like diving into the hard moments. You feel like diving into those hard moments are sucky. Uh, so I guess you can kind of explain to the people, you know, what, when we kind of came up with this episode today, exactly what your, what, what, I can't even remember what we were going through at the time, but those hard moments, those tough moments that you're like, yo, like I live for Jesus. Why is my life so hard right now? Why does it feel hard right now? Um, I never really had that thought. I never really just said in my mind, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a Christ follower or I'm a Christian and life isn't supposed to be hard like this because that's contrary to scripture. Scripture tells us that because we follow Christ Mm -hmm. and because we are Christians, we are going to see persecution and, you know, we're going to have those hard days, hard moments. I just did not really experience any hardships personally in my life really until I went to college and you know I finally got out on my own and I remember calling my dad and having a conversation with with him I think I called him to vent about something that happened and it was in that moment where I got a reality check and he was like you know this is how the real the real world is and honestly these are I mean, this is just how life is, and you're going to have to, uh, you know, learn how to handle moments like this. And I I really don't remember what it was the other week we were talking about. Um, It might have been the whole parenting thing because Laura has been going through, you know, some growing pains and mental leap or whatever. And oops, (laughs) because she's a toddler... Um, you know, toddlers are wild. They're crazy. They act like they don't crack. Yeah. And she has been giving us a run for our money. And I was just like, bro, this is hard. Yeah. This is hard. Me trying to be a good mom and, you know, a good wife and a good business woman and, you know, still work on my character or see these moments as an opportunity to grow in my character is very difficult. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's where that came from. Yeah. Parenting is extremely hard. I actually tweeted that the other day, uh, cause uh, Laura was on my head for some specific reason. And if you don't know a specific trend about kind of how episodes come about, it's really happens during day to day life throughout the week. Like we find something and, oh, this is something we need to talk about. And a hard moment for us has been parenting while also being still technically newlyweds. Like we're still fresh into marriage, even though it feels like we've been married for a long, long time. But I think even recently I've seen some hard moments myself where I'm like, yo, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. Like this is not how. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. I was um thinking about how sorry to cut you off but I I I was thinking about how sucky it is 
to still have to work and be a mom and have sex with my husband. And I'm just incredibly tired. Like, yeah, no sleep, running on fumes. But I still have stuff to do. And I was thinking, even if I, you know, if I'm not tired, it's still going to be hard. It's just 10 times harder when you are tired. But Yeah. And I think, you know, coming from the perspective of just not even just parenthood, but also in marriage and just in life in general. Like I think a lot of people tend to, we all tend, and I actually just read a thread about this where in hard moments, we do not rely on really, we don't even think about going to God's strength. Uh, Maybe you do. And I do as well, but a lot of people don't, their first, you know, inclination about a hard moment or a tough time that they're going through isn't a, yo, God, I need you to do this for me. It's more so of how can I will myself out of this so that I can feel free. Or, or you know, you result to complaining, which most of the times I do. But I actually tweeted earlier this morning, I am trying to get better at, and I, I am getting good at praying in the moment, but asking God to help me in the moment and praying scripture aloud instead of just complaining in the moment because literally complaining does nothing. Yeah. So this thread I read, um, is from a Twitter account. I don't even know how I've started following this person. I think I may know this person, but I don't know. But Flamingo recover is the, (laughs) I never heard of that in my life, (laughs) but, uh, this person and spot on, she said, or he, I think it's she, they lied to you. God doesn't test people's strength. God has never trusted in man's strength. Mm. It's man that trusts his own strength. Mm. God desires, God's desire is that we believe in and rely on his great, grace and strength. Lean into your weakness, Second Corinthians 12. Mm. I believe that's the scripture mm. where Paul says, and even more, I boast in my weakness. Then you will see God. Next one said, God is not looking for man to see how strong they are apart from him. The great thing about reconciliation with him is that we get to see how strong he is in a way that we wouldn't have ever known before. Mm. God gives the toughest battle or she did a quote. So let's, let me just park it there. Cause I've always felt some type of way about this quote myself. Yeah, I hate it. And I hate that you're about to say it. <laughs> God Ugh. gives, <laughs> God gives the toughest battles to the strongest soldiers. Sounds good, Ugh. but not biblical. It's not encouraging even to the hearer of this message at best, it strokes the ego of those who have been traumatized, worn out and bondage to conditions that they are unable to change. Also another quote, God will never give you more than you can bear. Not even in the Bible, nowhere to be found in the Bible. False, erroneous, deceitful. Number one, not every struggle that we experience is given from God. Man has a habit of blaming God for everything. Like it's either judgment or a test. Life is a fallen world comes with painful experiences. May we begin to search and see how strong he is in in spite of every weakness. Stop calling yourself strong and stop letting other people call you strong. See, and that's the thing. I never let anybody, when somebody comments on my YouTube or Instagram or something like, oh my gosh, you're so strong. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. no, I'm not. And I always reply that I, y'all, the strength that y'all see is not my strength. Right. And the only reason why I'm able to do what I'm doing or whatever you guys are commenting on is because of God's strength. You're yeah. right. Yeah. And she ended with saying, boast in those weaknesses and tell the world his grace is sufficient. I love the fact that Paul says, 
boast in your weakness. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I sure like, do boast in mine. I literally, I, mean, I live by boasting in my weakness. Mm-hmm. When I realize that God does not call me to be perfect, He does not call for me to be strong. He's not looking for me to be uh, even able to do something. Uh, even I'm calling myself out when it comes to calling and things like that. He's not asking for any of that. He's asking for my weakness. Wherever I'm weak at, he is the one that is made strong. And I think a lot of people second guess that. They think that they have to, especially because we have, I really want, maybe this is for another episode. I really want to talk about Christian elitists and being, and having this elitist spirit as a believer saying that, yo, I'm a believer, you know, I ain't never been through nothing. I ain't that duh, 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 duh. I've had faith. I please God. I do this. I tithe. And granted, I tithe, and I've seen the, the miracle working of tithing myself. But to hang our hats on things that are simple principles and to say that, yo, like, I'm this way because of this X, Y, Z, like, nah, dog. Like, you, you're just being an elitist. You're mm-hmm. making yourself feel like you're better than somebody else because they don't have that. And I think that's not even I think I know that is a very slippery slope that can be deceiving and even the works of the enemy can use that. Uh, and so I think w- one of the biggest things for us as believers and as heirs is to know that our inheritance is found in the fact that we do have weakness. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that one more time. The inheritance that we have is, in fact, in our weakness. It is not in the thing that we already like have it's in the thing that we don't have and that's the perfect example of what an inheritance is if i'm born into an inheritance if i'm born into something even more so if i'm born into sin then i'm born into a weakness so there's nothing i can do about the sinful nature Mm -hmm. there's nothing i can do about something that i can lack there's only one person that can fill that void and that's jesus and that in and of itself is why we've been on this whole air trip in general is because like we see a lot of y'all like we follow a lot of y'all a lot of y'all a lot of y'all listening you don't even know we realize we see y'all and we see how y'all 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 you know y'all tripping out here see y'all on twitter for sure see y'all on twitter see y'all and we talked about last episode how like navigating even entrepreneurship navigating all these things you get all of these things and those are great i'm not those i would never say those things are evil like we're diving into crypto investing, all these different things. But I always have the back of my mind when I'm doing all those things. Yo, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But it's the simple fact that because I don't know what I'm doing, there's somebody who is manning the fort here. Mm-hmm. And it is not me. Appreciate the income that's coming from it. Appreciate even in marriage. Appreciate the the love and the uh, support and the acceptance and even the sex that comes along with being married. But there's somebody manning these boards and it's not me. It's, it's literally because I have a weakness. God saw that. I even, when I, when I, when we first got married, somebody was like, yo, E, like there was a time when you were dealing with pornography issues. There was a time that you were dealing with like lust issues. How in the world? And they didn't say how in the world did God do this, but have you ever just sat back and thought, yo, God would really make me a husband and a father to a daughter after me dealing with the weakness of lust, after me having a weakness of pornography addiction. Me dealing with those things shows proof that God cares more about our weaknesses than what he cares about imperfection. 
And in this life, we're going to have a bunch of weaknesses. Even now in 2021, we've experienced some weaknesses. Like, yo, like my wife is not I'm trying to make sure I say this right. So that doesn't sound like I'm coming for you, but my wife is not the best person to, to rock with when she's tired, when she's exhausted, when she's drained, um, when the Lord's on her head, when something is, is not right. Like she's not the best person to deal with. I can guarantee you that she's probably going to be in her amen corner when I say this, but I'm not the best person to deal with when I'm tired. When I finally got Nobody to my is. point, when I finally got to, to the point of exhaustion, when I'm tired of Laura running around and pulling me by the finger to, to go outside, if that girl, I'm, I'm about to go off. If that little girl take me outside one more time, I'm going to scream. But one of the things that actually uh, a good friend told me was that, yo, yo, E, you are human. And it's wrong. It is actually, I believe it's dishonorable to God to look at ourselves and not think of ourselves in a human capacity. Like, I can't have a, and this is where I get upset as a lot of, not my wife, but a lot of other women out here. Why y'all want your husbands to be perfect? Why do you want him to break his back to do things? Why do you want to drive him to a mental institution? I, I would never understand why husbands, even like we've heard it time and time before that husbands have to be like, uh, like Jesus in the house. And that's great to be like Jesus, but not to be Jesus. There's a whole different mantra there, and that's a heavy weight to carry. But one of the aspects of being an heir is knowing that, yo, as a husband, I cannot be a husband without him. It's a weak spot for me. Uh, and I, I really want y'all to, 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 to one, leave these guys alone. <laughs> leave them alone. Like, y'all really, we really just allow people, and I think you said that the other day, like, why do husbands have to not be happy just for providing for someone? Husbands have to put away their dreams just so that a provision should be met. And that's also not biblical either. It's like we kind of sit, and I went on a husband rant, but um, we kind of sit and just allow things to kind of happen. And we're talking about trouble here. Like, trouble in, in and of itself as a believer is going to happen. It's going to happen. And in verse in John, it actually talks about that. John sixteen thirty two from the Amplified Version. Take careful notice, an hour is coming and has arrived when you will all be scattered, each of his each to his own home, leaving me alone. <laughs> oh no, why is it Jesus said leaving me alone? And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace. In me you will have perfect peace. In the world you have tribulation and distress and suffering, but be courageous, be confident, be undaunted, be filled with joy. I have overcame the world. My conquest is accomplished, my victory abiding. He literally tells you that, yo, trouble is going to be present in your life. You cannot avoid it. It's going to happen. But fear, not even fear not. I have overcome, overcame the world. You will have perfect peace in me. He's looking for us, even in those situations, even in those hard moments, especially parenting moments, is that he's looking for us to have peace and that he's come to give us peace in those moments. So, yeah, I think that that's kind of in and of itself, like how I know I went on a full rant <laughs> over here, but 
like for from from the standpoint of uh from the standpoint of our faith and other believers, I just think that there's just weird dichotomy that we want to kind of wave our banner and flag of I did this, I was able to do this. Look at me, look at me, I did this, but God did this. Oh, but I did it, but God did it. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it just doesn't work like that. Uh so yeah, I thought you were gonna say something, but I don't like we're supposed to have conversations. So I'm sleepy. I know you're sleepy. Um I think the question I was gonna ask is how or one being one it being mental health or mental health awareness month and we're about to close out. What has been the outside of parenting, what has been the kind of biggest factor for you as a wife? Um well, yeah, as a wife, no, just as a daughter of Jesus, daughter of God, what has been the biggest thing that's that's kind of woken you up about trouble? Like, how have you been able to kind of, like, wrestle with it and then turn around and say, you know what, this is actually good for me? Um, that's a loaded question. I feel like the reshaping of my character, because the only way I can describe it is a diamond, you know? Like, a diamond has to go through pressure and the fire and all of these things for it to be a diamond. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of the journey that the Lord has had me on recently. And if I sound really, you know, down and raspy, I'm sorry, guys. I'm still, uh, you know, taking some medication for my pain. So, um, and I am very tired. But, um, yeah, I feel like that's the process that the Lord has been taking me on. And it's like... If I have to do all of this just to have good character or not even good character, but character that that mirrors the t- the character of Jesus, I don't really care about it. <laughs> like this is this is a lot. And it, it's just very um, difficult because I feel like certain life circumstances and situations have been trying and testing for my character and um I just feel like there's a lot of um opportunities and you know pockets of um I I, I guess just opportunities like I said to prove that um you know I hope this makes sense to prove that you know this is actually something that the Lord is doing in me you remember when we were living in Indiana, getting ready or deciding if we were going to move here, where we were both looking at the book of James. There was a scripture in James where remember we had those those people that were living above us. They were making a whole lot of noise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, before we had to start to, to record today, I kind of went back to that. James 1. Boy. Yeah, I don't know my Bible. James 1. Testing your faith. James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 Hebrew tribes. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. I don't want to do that, actually, because it'd be taking too long to get to the point. Ah, verse 5. So James 1, verse 5. I actually start at verse 2. Consider all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect result. King so Jimmy that, said perseverance. Right. So that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. 
but he must ask in faith without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways. But the bigger part for us at that moment was, and let endurance have its perfect result. Oh, wait, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And boy, were we being tested at that point in time. <laughs> and I mean, it seems like after we came across that scripture, it went from zero to yeah. a thousand. Yeah. And even now, like, I, since I'm reminded of that scripture, it's like, boy, like, we are going to be tested every single day almost. And I think that is the part of why he says it will have its perfect work in us. Because at the end of the day, the testing of our faith is not so to say bad Elliot or bad Larissa. It's not to say, oh, like you, like you weren't having a big enough faith. And again, that's a religious mindset is to say, oh, like your faith wasn't strong enough. And that's why you didn't get that job. Oh, your faith wasn't big enough. That's why you haven't been healed. Oh, your faith wasn't this because that's why. And you are even going through something now where where your healing process is not instantaneous as you would like it to be. And one of the things we've had to learn is that healing does not always mean the miraculous is instantaneous. Healing is a process. Mm. It is a ongoing process to completion. Mm -hmm. And if you do not do the things that you are needing to do to ensure that that healing is going to come about, then you're going to remain in the same cycle. Uh, and that's not to say that you don't have faith. It's not the fact that you lack faith. You lack endurance. Mm. You lack discipline. You lack consistency. And a lot of believers, and I believe not, it's, I'm going to call myself out. There are times where I lack the consistency. There are times where I lack the endurance. And one of the biggest things that you can tell that you lack endurance in life is if you lack endurance in your faith. I felt like it was a bar. I feel like like that it's in and of itself that if you do not have the endurance in your faith, it's going to come alive in your day to day life. If you do not or if you're not consistent in being not one to even say on your face, because one of the biggest things I believe now is that I can pray all day long. I don't have to set a specific time, have a specific coffee mug have a specific notebook. I don't have to have a green smoothie. I don't have to do any of those things that a lot of people put out there. Like, yeah, I had my morning devotion. Duh, duh, duh. I had devotion all day long because God didn't ask for my two hours. He asked for my whole 24, even in my sleep life. It's ours. It belongs to you. Do whatever you want, but please don't give me that dream that you gave me last night. Cause I didn't like that one. But one of the bigger things, and we will close cause my wife is going looks like she's about to fall over. But one of the bigger things that I, I want a lot of people to understand and know is that with being children of the most high, we are going to be tested. We are going to see endurance take its perfect work. It's, it's going to bring us to completion. And if you really want to see that active in your life, you yourself have to lean on God to get that endurance. You yourself have to lean on God to get that strength in order for you to keep going. And so my encouragement to everyone out there who is listening, uh, no matter where you are, no matter what time you're listening to this, listening, listening to this at any moment, I want you to self-examine and say, yo, have I been trying to wield this thing myself? 
Have I been trying to wield my life myself? I got a great testimony that one day I'll, I'll share. It's super random, but um, <laughs> the, the Lord blessed me with something. And I wasn't even expecting it to happen and wasn't looking for it. Didn't even really pray for it. It just showed up at my doorstep. Uh, and it's, I believe that in and of itself is the fact that God knew my heart as a man, as a husband, as a father, and as a son of the most high, that I do have a weakness and I do need him and I cannot do this life without him. And when you live your life according to those principles, you will see fruit in your life. I'm not saying you'll see specific blessings. You will see fruit in your life. That fruit being maybe you're more patient now. Yeah. That other fruit being maybe you have endurance. Maybe you like you ain't popping off at everybody now. Maybe you know not to cuss anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe you stop being petty. Maybe you're not gossiping anymore. It's all those things for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all we want to kind of get and drive home. And I'm going to let my wife go. But with all of that said, if you love this podcast, if you love exactly what we are doing and what we're striving to do, please be sure to head over to Apple Podcasts uh, so that we can uh, move up the range, y'all. Like, you know, we are heirs, and I want us to experience uh, the full totality of inheritance that God has for us uh, with the Heir Society. So go ahead, head over to the Apple Podcasts right now. Hit that subscribe button, five-star rating. Give, give us a review. Head over to Instagram. Follow the Air Society, if you will. New stuff coming soon, y'all, so I don't want you to miss out on it. And with that said, we're out. We're heirs. Peace.